Hello, my friends. You're listening to Repent and Believe podcast with Cynthia Smalls of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here we talk and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fast and God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen. Amen. All right, so let's get started. Hey everyone, before we get started, I'd like to say thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoy my podcast, please share download, leave me a message or comment. Thanks guys. Hello everyone. And this is Cynthia Smalls. We're back to God Ministries. How is everyone doing today? I pray that all is well in your lives, that you are walking by faith and not by sight. You, beloved, are to never give up on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, folks, listen. I kind of I kind of just wanted to jump on here real quick actually to go back over an episode I did earlier this month about taking your salvation seriously because beloved, let us be super clear that as born again children of the most high God washed and forgiven by the shed blood of Jesus who died for our sins on the cross and rose the third day we walk in the newness of life yes brothers and sisters for we are born again of the spirit Those who are baptized into Christ remain in Christ forever and benefit from his experience, including his death. The best news is that Jesus was resurrected. So we experience resurrection Those who are alive when Christ returns will experience a physical transformation. But even now, believers experience a kind of resurrection in that we live new lives. As Paul says, walk in newness of life. This is a wonderful new relationship with God that we now have because of Christ Jesus. So, living clean and holy is not an option. Let me, let me point out these 10 truths. Number one, we are commanded to live holy. Number two, Christ died so that we are set 
free from the bondage of sin and no longer have God's wrath upon us. Number three, Christ Jesus tells us to sin no more. Number four, holiness is not an option. Number five, we have an enemy, beloved Satan, who stands before God day and night accusing the brethren. Number six, we are called to be aware of false teachers who are really wolves in sheep's clothing. Number seven, there is consequence for sin. Eternal separation from God and from Jesus in the lake of fire for all of eternity. Number eight, we are to love God above our flesh and we are to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Amen. Number nine, we have been commanded in scripture do not love this world. Come out from amongst this world. All that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Number 10. We are under a new covenant, a blood covenant that Christ Jesus told his apostles when he ratified it at the Last Supper. We see this over here in the Gospels. Luke. Luke 22. Starting in verse 14. Because beloved. I'm taking us down this road for a reason. Because unless you understand the new covenant. You will not fully appreciate the good news, the gospel, that how Christ Jesus died for our sins. He paid the price for our wrongdoings. He willingly went to the cross as a sin offering, laying down his life as the last final lamb to be slain. Christ Jesus became the propitiation for our sins. That means that his atoning sacrificial death was the only death that holy God accepted. Because God's justice demanded payment for sin. All of those Old Testament Animal sacrifices, that was a temporary covering for sin. It was pointing, pointing to the final lamb to be slain, Jesus Christ. Human beings born with a fallen nature could not make atonement for their own sins. We needed a savior. One who was born of a virgin who did not inherit that sin-fallen nature from Adam. Christ Jesus became the substitute. He 
He took our place at the cross. God was pleased with his sacrifice that on the third day, he rose Christ Jesus from the dead. Jesus Christ is still alive, beloved, sitting at the right hand of the Father. And we and when he ascended, like he said he was going to do, he was going to ask the Father to send the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit indwells each and every believer. So that we can be able to live repentant, changed lives, walking in holiness. Holiness simply means to be set apart. That's what holy means. Set apart from what? This world with all of its lusts. So... When Christ Jesus died on the cross for our sins, he abolished the controlling, dominating authority that sin once had over us. Romans 6 tells us that sin is no longer our master. Christ Jesus nailed it to the cross along with death. Death no longer has reign over us. Yes, this body will fall to the ground, but that spirit will meet the Lord. Therefore, beloved, we must take our salvation seriously. That means we do not live a life that is characterized by sin. Christ Jesus is. He is so many things to us. He is our advocate. He is the mediator between God and man. He is the good shepherd. He is our Lord and Savior. He is our God who willingly gave up his life in such a horrific, brutal, violent, bloody fashion so that we don't face God's wrath because by him becoming the propitiation it diverted God's wrath unto him rather having it come on us where it rightly and justly belongs Christ took it so that we don't face God's wrath, so we don't be thrown into that lake of fire. But if you don't understand, we are in a new blood covenant. Luke 22, starting in verse 14, this is about the, the Lord's Supper. When the hour for the meal had come, Jesus reclined at the table. And the apostles with him. He said to them, I have earnestly wanted to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will not eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he said, take this 
and share it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now on until the kingdom of God comes. Verse 19. And when he had taken bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup, which is poured out for you, is the new covenant ratified in my blood. Verse 21. But listen, the hand of the hand of the one betraying me is with mine on the table. For indeed, the Son of Man is going as it has been determined. But woe, judgment is coming to that man by whom he is betrayed and handed over. And they began, verse 23, And they began to discuss among themselves which one of them it might be who was going to do this. Amen. So before we really get into it, let us pray. Father, in the name of Christ Jesus, we come before you today in full repentance. Forgive us, Father, for all the wrong that we have done. Thank you for your mercy. Hallowed be thy holy name. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for translating us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your dear Son, Jesus Christ. Show us how to be holy. Teach us your word. Teach us sound doctrine. In these last days, so much is going out that is false. May we, the saints, Stay ever close to your word. May we cling to Jesus. May we remain abiding in him. This is so not the hour to be friends with this world. We must come away from it. Put away all worldliness, all all immoral desires and we can only do that by your grace it teaches us to reject ungodliness have mercy on your people today lord in jesus mighty name i pray amen amen all right beloved listen who I think I'm feeling some kind of way because evil is all around us. But we cannot let that move us to join in. And what I'm witnessing is that some are not taking their salvation serious. It's like they want the world and Jesus too. You cannot serve two masters. Either you're going to love the one and hate the other. You're going to despise one and what be devoted to another. 
Jesus says you cannot serve both God and money. You can't do it. Satan tempts us with three temptations that have many arteries. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. People are not believing in Jesus. People want to hold on to their own set of beliefs when it comes to their faith. The problem is, there is only one true faith. There is only one true God. There is only one true Lord, one body of Christ, one Holy Spirit. But there are many false religions. Even man has come up with their own religion and it is called self. Thank you, Holy Spirit. They believe what they want to believe. They not going to quote unquote buy into anyone's religion. They know what they are doing. And for people like that, All we can do is just pray that they come to the knowledge of the truth. There is no point in casting pearls because, for one, they're not going to believe you. Number two, they have already set in their minds what they choose to believe. And number three, they're going to trample over what you have to say about actual scripture so there's no need in getting into confrontations because it's going nowhere it will only it will only put you in the flesh it's going to make you feel some kind of way so you know what some people we just have to leave them to God Leave them to God. But for us, who knows the truth, we have to hold on to it for dear life. Satan wants to pull you back to the pit of hell. He don't want you to have any light. He don't want you to come to the, to the saving knowledge of the truth. He wants you to be confused. He wants you to be uh, fighting among the brethren. No, beloved. If you and I are serious about coming up out of here in one piece, we must put on the new man. The new self. The third chapter of Colossians starts off. Therefore, if you have been raised with Christ to a new life, sharing in his resurrection from the dead, keep seeking the things that are above. Where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind and keep 
focused habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not on things that are on the earth, which have only temporal value. For you died to this world and your new real life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, verse 4 of Colossians 3, when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Amen. So put to death and deprive of power the evil longings of your earthly body with its sensual self-centered instincts, immorality, impurity, sinful passion, evil desire, and greed. Beloved, we got to put all this away. And greed, which is a kind of idolatry. Why? Because it replaces your devotion to God. Because of these sinful things, the divine wrath of God is coming on the sons of disobedience. Those who fail to listen and who, and who routinely and obstinately disregard God's precepts. And in these sinful things, you also once walked when you were habitually living in them without the knowledge of Christ. But now, verse 8, but now rid yourselves completely of these things. Anger, rage, malice, slander, obscene, abusive, filthy, vulgar language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, for you have stripped off the old self with its evil practices and have put on the new spiritual self who is being continually renewed in the true knowledge, in the image of him who created the new self, a renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised. No difference, beloved. But in Christ, but Christ is all and in all, so believers are equal in Christ without distinction. Verse 12, so, so as God's own chosen people who are holy, set apart, sanctified for his purpose and well beloved by God himself, put on, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. 
which has the power to endure whatever injustice or unpleasantness comes with good temper, bearing graciously with one another and willingly forgiving each other if one has a cause for complaint against another just as the Lord has forgiven you so should you forgive amen beyond beyond all these things put on and wrap yourselves in unselfish love, which is the perfect bond of unity, for everything is bound together in agreement when each one seeks the best for the others. Verse 15. Let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your heart, deciding and settling questions that arise. To this peace indeed you were called as members and one body of believers and be thankful. Yes, be thankful to God always. Let the spoken word of Christ have its home within you, dwelling in your heart and mind, permeating every aspect of your being, beloved, as you teach spiritual things and admonish and train one another with all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Verse 17, whatever, whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence on him, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen and amen, beloved. So, beloved, I'm going to keep this real short today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave us with this prayer. But as your sister in Christ as we see evil rising daily, do not let that sway you. We have great comfort living on the inside of us. He is called Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Christ said that he was not going to leave us as orphans. He will pray the Father. And he will send us another comforter to be with us until Christ returns. In the meantime, as he is tarrying so that many won't perish but come to their senses as they ought to and repent, we live chaste, clean, holy, honorable lives before the Lord, whether it be in public or in private. And if we miss it anywhere, 
Don't beat yourself up about it. Go to God. Confess. Repent. Get the blood bath you need and going forward. Be about the Father's business. Don't get involved in messy situations. Although we are tempted to set people straight. The Lord gave me a word early this morning. He said, take heed, daughter. Don't go the way of destruction. Thus saith the Lord. We are to take heed, beloved, the paths we take, the fights we get ourselves involved in, the business we get ourselves involved in that leads to destruction. The Lord says, pay attention, pay close attention to the ways you take. Because eternity only has two destinations, the kingdom of God and the lake of fire. We don't want to find ourselves back on the road to destruction. So the Lord said, take heed. Don't take the path that leads to destruction. Father, in the name of Christ Jesus, hallowed be thy holy name. Father, may your kingdom come. May your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for forgiving us of our sins and we forgive those who have sinned against us. Thank you for our daily bread. Thank you that even though we have physical bread to eat, thank you that we live on every word that proceeds out of your mouth. Thank you for sanctifying us. Thank you for setting us apart from this wicked, evil, vile world unto you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus for sending Jesus to this world to lay down his sinless, blameless, perfect life on our behalf. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for going to the cross, suffering and dying on behalf of my sins. Thank you for being the propitiation that held back the wrath of God that is no longer on those who through repentance received the free gift of salvation that we could not have earned no matter what we could have done. It is only through your shed blood that we are forgiven and made whole. And now have right standing with the Father. You made atonement for our sins, reconciling us back to the Father. Your blood was shed on the mercy seat of God. Thank you, my Lord, that you are my good shepherd and that your true sheep, we follow you. 
we listen to your voice. We obey your teachings and commandments. And you said that that you are the great shepherd. Your true sheep. No man, no false teacher with with their high sounding nonsense and destructive heresies and empty philosophies can ever snatch us out of your hand. And you said you will give us eternal life. You will give eternal life to those who listen, follow, and obey you. Teach us your word today, Lord. Father, may the Holy Spirit Move on your children. Open our minds to the scriptures. We ask for wisdom, Father, discernment. May the Holy Spirit, as he wills, bestows his gifts upon us. For we eagerly accept them. Father, I pray that this this short lesson brought you glory. And I pray that my life and the lives of your children bring you honor and glory and produce much fruit, much fruits of righteousness. I pray for the saints that we hold fast to your word, that we stick close to you, stick close to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, I give you all the glory. Amen and amen. All right, beloved. That's all I have for today. And Lord willing, until next time, I shall be speaking to you all soon. Bye for now. Thank you guys for tuning in. I truly appreciate all your support. Until next time, I'll be talking to y'all soon. Bye.